Talking about movies, talking about films, talking about actors and directors and whatever else we feel like movies and films. Welcome to Movies and Films. This is a podcast where your two hosts, Jake and Joel, watch and discuss a new movie each week. We've both compiled a list of 20 of our favorite movies of all time, and we're taking turns picking movies one at a time off of each other's lists. This week's movie is Toy Story. We'd love it if you guys watched it with us and let us know what you thought of it. You can find us on Instagram at Movies and Films Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at Movies and Films with Jake and Joel. If you feel like emailing us, you can email us at Movies and Films Pod at gmail.com. Enjoy. We've made it to the midpoint of our first season of Movies and Films. This is episode 10. Yeah. This is from my list. This is 1995's Toy Story, the first film, the first feature-length film by, from Pixar mm-hmm. for Disney, and w- the first majorly, uh, widely released, at least, uh, feature film that was completely com- computer-generated. Yeah, um, definitely groundbreaking. Very groundbreaking. Uh, it is from my list, so Jake is going to take us to the races with a summary of yep. this movie. Andy is a little boy in the 90s, which means he has mm-hmm. trunks full of toys. Yeah. <laughs> Very few uh, video games. Yes. The only difference is that with Andy's toys, they come to life when he is not in the room. As do all toys um, in this universe. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Woody is the leader of these toys. He's Andy's favorite, right? Mm-hmm. He's a Western cowboy toy. Yeah. Um, we see he is like leading meetings and he's like, he is in charge of the toys. He's the mayor. He's the mayor, basically, yeah. of toy of Andy's toy room. Yep. Um, and he's a sheriff, so that works well. Right. We find out that Andy is moving soon. The family, mm-hmm. right? The, the family who owns the toys, they're moving, which means the toys are also going to be moving. Yep. So um, that is kind of something that's kind of hanging over the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we also know that Andy's birthday party is coming up, yep. but it got moved to today because of the move, right? So yep. this day that we kind of open up on, yep. Andy's going to have a birthday party today. Birthday parties are not good for toys. No. Because, and Christmas, <laughs> the same same sort of thing, because right. toys get replaced, mm-hmm. right? So like a new toy with new gadgets, right. new, yep. new stuff comes out, you want to yep. get that toy. So that is a very present threat to these toys. Yes. And so everybody's kind of freaking out about the birthday and they're watching the presents come in and everybody's mm-hmm. scared. So Woody sends out the army men to basically recon and report back yeah. the toys that are the presents that Andy opens up. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of just nothing and they're they're kind of heaving a sigh of relief. But uh-huh. Andy's mom as such a mom move. <laughs> oh, there's one more present in the closet. Look yeah. what I found. It's a big box. Um, it's a big box. Yes. It has a Buzz Lightyear in it. Mm-hmm. Which we don't know. We don't We don't actually know. No. They just know that there's something, and then the radio right. fails. So yeah. Cut yeah. to. Right, yeah. Yes. Turns out there's a Buzz Lightyear, yeah. who is a very cool new action figure with lights and mm-hmm. moving parts and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. He's a toy that's based off some movie mm-hmm. that that Andy likes that yeah. we now have seen. Yeah. And is this episode's not about that movie, but I didn't yeah. like that movie. Oh, I liked um, it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I just couldn't get past the concept, I guess. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> uh Andy inevitably moves on from Woody. Yeah. And Falls in love with this Buzz Lightyear, right? Because new... I mean, look at him. Yeah, Buzz is... He's he's so cool. But Buzz doesn't know he's a toy. He thinks he's the real Buzz Lightyear, and this creates, you know, obviously combined with Woody's jealousy, Mm -hmm. creates a lot of tension between Woody and Buzz. Yeah. To the point where Woody gets so kind of overcome with jealousy that Andy is now playing with Buzz and not him, that he knocks Buzz out of a window. Maybe it was an accident. He was trying to be mean to him. He was trying to he was trying to knock him stuck. Him. Right. Yeah. Um behind the desk. Ends up knocking him out the window. Yeah. Not much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. Accident technically. Right. <laughs> technically an accident. Buzz is now missing because he's outside. Andy doesn't know that like where he is. He thinks he's lost. They're mm-hmm. going to Pizza Planet. Mom is taking Andy to Pizza Planet. Just coolest place in the world. It looks awesome. <laughs> I would love to go there and yeah. eat some pizza. Uh-huh. Um, Andy's mom tells him you can bring one toy. 
He wants to bring Buzz. Buzz is nowhere to be found, so he grabs Woody and takes him. Mm-hmm. Um, Buzz, who was in the hedge, as mm-hmm. they're driving off in the car, jumps onto the car. So now he is away from home. Yes. They stop for gas, and they basically end up stranded at this gas station. Yep. Um, and they have to find their way back to Andy. Pizza truck. Pizza Planet, Woody knows, okay, Pizza Planet, that's where Andy's yeah. going. So they get in this- He has to convince Buzz. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Great scene. But they get on this uh, pizza truck, they go to Pizza Planet, and there, Sid, who is the bad guy, he's like Andy's neighbor, mm-hmm. and he tortures toys. He's yep. like a demon spawn. <laughs> he's yeah. an evil evil he's little boy. Yeah. Um, Which I did some of these things to toys- as well. You are Sid. <laughs> uh, Woody and Buzz get into... Um, they're trying the, to get back claw. with Andy. Right. They're trying to get back with Andy, but they end up in a the claw machine, and that's where Sid gets them. Yeah. Gets them and takes them home. So now they're trapped at Sid Sid's house. Yes. Sid is going to do evil things. Buzz finds out at Sid's house, there's a commercial on the television that yeah. he's a toy. Hmm. He kind of finds us out. He has this existential crisis. Yes. And um, Woody kind of like has to make him realize like it's okay to be a toy. Like toys are cool. Yeah. Um, And Sid is going to blow Buzz up. He's going to destroy him, decimate yeah. him, blow him <laughs> off the face of the earth. But they escape with the help of Sid's other toys that he has mangled and repurposed and yeah. done weird things yeah. with. Um, they escape. And through, there's a big long scene where they're trying to get onto the moving truck Mm -hmm. um, because Andy is moving and they finally make it into the car where Andy is. Andy finds them. He's very happy. Yeah. And um, they're all reunited together. So that's that's Toy Story. Pretty good, right? Pretty good. I didn't even look at my notes. Pretty good. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So all that being said, uh, I should say... I saw this movie in theaters when I was seven when it came out. Uh, that would have th- been awesome. This it was it was mind blowing. Yeah, like never seeing a computer animated thing before. Um, I do remember my family was always late for everything, and so we missed the we came in at the point where they see but where Woody is seeing Buzz on the bed at the beginning. Oh, you so, were majorly late. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> To a lot of movies. I remember Aladdin. I remember the point that we came in at Aladdin. Oh, my gosh. I remember the point we came in with Pocahontas. That's like, unfortunate. This is just part of my my uh, my de- my developing years is that I just remember Disney movies, and I remember the scene that we actually came in. And then later, I'd get it on VHS, right, yeah, and yeah. I would see the actual beginning of the movie. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was like a huge deal for for all of us uh, at the time to like just because of the animation style. It seemed it was crazy, and of course it was brilliant because it was about toys. So you just sell all the toys forever. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Achilles' heel. What do you think is the thing that holds this movie back? Here we go. Here we go. We're getting into it. Love it. The Jake rule- knows that for me this is like a perfect movie. It's, so, it's not a perfect movie. It, Here go we ahead. go. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. The gloves are off. Um, on? On? Question mark? Um, the rules for the world are not clear. Okay. That's such a terrible reason to not like this. No. This, no, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm being defensive. Go ahead. Don't be defensive. Go ahead. I will, I will be nice. Tell me why. So all the toys know they're toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> okay, go don't laugh. Keep going. No, it's I'm just... trying to understand this movie. No, go, go, go. Uh, okay, I just—it's knowing you. It's the fact that I know you, and I, the <laughs> fact that you're starting it that way. Go ahead. Okay. It, well, we okay. So before I even talk yeah. about this movie specifically, yeah. every movie needs rules. Yes. Right? Every movie has rules. Of course. The Marvel Universe has rules. Very Star few. Star Wars, yes, yes, now. Right, <laughs> which is a problem with all these, like sure. when you have yeah. sequels. But, um, so, a, wor- yeah. a movie, a world needs rules. So, mm-hmm. in understanding the rules for this world, yeah, I have some questions. Okay. Do all the toys know their toys? You asking me? I'm I, asking somebody. I think that they, I think that... Judging by, 
the logic presented in this movie, it is possible that either none of them know that they're toys when they when they come out of the box, or they come to life, or they they are I don't know they come online, or some of them do and some of them don't. Why? I don't know. It's a world where toys are sentient. I know, but like I just don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't know why Buzz doesn't know he's a toy. I don't know why Woody does, and it's it seems so stupid that Buzz doesn't know he's a toy. Like obviously you're a toy, you idiot. Like like that. I don't get where that comes from. Well, I think they're all different because the army men clearly are like. It feels like the army men probably thought they weren't toys at the beginning because they're super like they take everything super seriously and like well, they're very I military. I took that it. just to mean that was their character. Sure, like yeah. they probably know their toys. They're using like these toy things. No, I'm but saying, like, but like their character would the, their characteristics would lead me to believe that maybe when they first came out of their bucket, they thought that they weren't toys. So is that the thing? So did Woody not know he was a toy either? It's possible. Like, does everybody have a commercial moment? Like where they see themselves on a commercial and they have an existential crisis. That could be. But see, I thought about that, but then I'm like, well, but Woody, it seems so bonkers, ridiculous that yeah. Buzz doesn't know he's a toy. Well, to all of them, because they're all like, oh, that's weird. He doesn't yeah. know he's a toy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that that didn't really make sense. Um, okay. But also, if Buzz doesn't think he's a toy, why is he acting like? Why does he go stiff when Andy comes in the room? Like his character, that doesn't make any sense. Like. If, if if Buzz if Buzz doesn't think he's a toy, when Andy comes in, he would point his laser at him and, and try to get him, right? Like, why does he go stiff yeah. if he doesn't think he's a toy? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and I think, thinking back, I think they kind of bet on the side of that and say, like, we're just not going to show him when Andy comes into the room. We're going to have as few shots as possible. Well, Andy plays, he gets played with a lot, though. And he's always stiff and like you know, right. like he's being a toy, right? And like even and when he's being grabbed by the claw, he's being stiff, right? He's being stiff there because yeah. Sid can see him. So it's yeah. like, then I, but it's not like it's a conscious decision that toys make. Yeah, when a human comes in to yeah. play dead and act like a toy. Yeah, right. That's something that toys themselves are doing. Yeah, because at the end. Andy tells the other toys, we're going to have to break a couple of our rules. Woody does. Woody does, yes. right? Yeah. Those rules being, mm-hmm. we're going to basically talk to Sid and show him that yeah. we're alive. Right. Where do those rules come? You know You know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah. I just, that, and I. this movie is so short. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to jump into my imaginary deleting because I'm here. Okay. Um, we can, I can touch on it again <laughs> when we get there, but. You want world building. There's no world building in this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. There the world doesn't make any se- and I'm I know it's a movie about toys coming to life. Like I'm not <laughs> saying that like uh, my my argument is not that it's not realistic, you know? <laughs> like I'm not coming into this podcast saying right. this movie's not realistic and that's why <laughs> that's why it doesn't make any sense. Okay. It's that the world doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Am I making am I making any sense? You know, like No, I mean you're making sense. I guess I was just looking at your list to see if there are any I could pull out uh, to <laughs> prove my point. Um Yeah, that makes sense. I think um so this could be interesting because this feels maybe like the opposite of the conjuring. My my experience with the conjuring is similar to your your experience with this. Sure. Where what I said with The Conjuring was that the movie doesn't make sense if you're not used to horror movies. Sure. And so in this case, we're talking about a Disney tradition that has Robin Hood as a fox and Little John as a bear. Sure. The sheriff of Nottingham is, or whoever it was, there's a there's a king or a prince who's a lion. And right. Like, yes. Where's the world building there? Tell me, okay, are the foxes good guys? Are the foxes bad? Like, there's... That feels different to me, though. Okay, like that how? feels like that feels but like I'm saying just you fantasy. Could, but you know what I mean? But like this but is here, fantasy. Yes, but it's like there's human beings here uh-huh. and this is supposed to be I don't see it as as fantasy as a a fox talking, you know, mm-hmm. or a lion being king. Like I don't see it as I see it as hey kids, wouldn't it be cool if your toys, you know what I mean? 
Like it's yeah. it's very sort of set in a reality. Yeah. Where toys come to life. I guess so this is why I think it, it feels like the conjuring, but in reverse, because to me I'm like, that doesn't matter at all. Like the world building here doesn't matter like that's not the point at all of the movie. I think the point that you have is that when they do come to life for Sid because if it wasn't for the Sid thing, we could just assume that like, oh okay, they're all doing this, but like Andy can't see it. Or like there's a there's a there's a there's some kind of like oh sure wall there. There's like a psychic well, wall there no, where we can't see. That wouldn't make sense because they decide to play dead, basically. No, when, I'm saying I know, Andy but I'm saying in. that like maybe and then let's say all the toys black out. I love that we're getting into this. The, the yeah. all let's say all the toys like black out and th- while they're being played with and then but when a human leaves that's when they're like alive but and they don't remember anything i don't think so they clearly do remember something right that's what i'm saying because yeah if if not then why does woody care if any plays with him at all he doesn't even know that any right. plays with yeah him. he doesn't even know what that is right no i get what you mean in my i guess what i'm saying is like in the same way that like in a horror movie, it's like, yeah, the spirit followed the daughter home, even though they said that it was tied to this thing. Right. You just have to kind of go with it. Or in the same way where it's like, well, he said that the spirit, it's it's a, but this one, it's it's not a ghost, but this one kind of is a ghost. You know, it's like, yeah. in the same way that you watch the movie and you're like, well, that's not the point. The point is, like, we're setting up this, this scene, we're setting up this environment. And for me, I'm saying like, yeah, like, this is a movie that requires you, like, it's not about that. It's about the story. It's about the actual, like, yes. the characters interacting with each other. That's why. But you're you're bringing up good points. I've never really thought about that. I've never really thought about... I mean, I did when I was a kid. I for sure thought about that. I, f- I thought about, like, the whole Buzz thing and how, like, oh, how come, like, he doesn't... He thinks he's a real spaceman, but how does he, like... Why does he act like a toy? Right. And now that I'm thinking about it, there is also the... There's um, the point at the end where they're where they're on the RC, the remote controlled car, and mm-hmm. then the da- his daughter or his uh, Andy's sister sees them at the rearview mirror, so she can see them, right? right? So it's like, it, it's it, just, I, I, yeah, I don't know, and I don't, I don't hate this movie. I like this movie. Yeah, like I don't have as much nostalgia with it as most people do. I yeah. watched it probably a couple times when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I like I I could remember scenes and like I, I like okay I remember this line that he's about to say, but yeah. like. I'd, it wasn't I one that I would always watch. I would say as I've gotten older, and this is the thing where I'm like, I think it's interesting. It's one of the things that I think that our gap in ages mm-hmm. is interesting for our discussions because as I get older, that stuff matters. I don't care as much about that stuff in certain things. Mm-hmm. So I care more about it in other things. So like for like, if I'm reading like a series of fantasy books, I need those rules to be there. And right. I need those rules right. to be robust and way deeper than anybody else wants them. Right. You know, like I need to know why everything happened and like there needs to everything needs to make sense. Um, but with this stuff, I loosen my grip on those things mm-hmm. the more I get older and I'm like, oh, okay, like this isn't what this this isn't what that's about. It's kind of like I mean, Christopher Nolan fit we'll we'll get into this with uh, we have a couple Christopher Nolan movies on mm-hmm. our list where like I really like most of his movies. Right. But you got to turn your brain off for parts of them because they just don't make any sense. Right. But we still love them. And right. so that's because when you're watching a Christopher Nolan movie, you understand that like, okay, if I'm keeping score in my head and that really matters to me, that's going to diminish my enjoyment of this movie. So for me, that's that's my answer for this is I'm like, yes, that doesn't make sense. It's also a movie about toys talking. So it's like, and in the same way that, like, in The Lion King, like, or in Aladdin, like, all these, you know, these Disney animated movies, it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't m- make any sense that this is happening. It doesn't matter any sense that the fox is talking, you know? I don't know. See, I just, I see those things differently. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't see those as rule problems. I just see those as this is just the world and foxes talk, you know? Like, uh-huh. like that's not the issue. Like, I love Marvel stuff. I love, you know, tri- like... Lord of the Rings, trees talk. Like, that's not a problem. That's part of the rules of the world. Right, but... But the rules of this world are inconsistent and don't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I guess it's just like, it's a... It's how... I'm not saying that the rules of Robin Hood don't work. I'm saying that, like, 
I'm saying if you look, if you chose to look at it in a certain way, it mm-hmm. wouldn't work because you'd be like, well, bears aren't friends with foxes. So what are you trying right. to say? Yeah. And that's a lion and the lions live on a savanna. So what is that? <laughs> why are they all in the same? Why are they all in the in Nottingham? You know, like, sure. I'm, I guess what I'm saying is depending on how you look at it, you can tear apart a lot of these movies. Sure. And in this case, you're looking at it from a world building slash rules perspective, mm-hmm. which admittedly I did with the conjuring. Right. Right. Sure. And so I'm like, I get what you're saying and it's valid, but I'm like, if that's the case, then like we got to throw all this away. Like it just doesn't make any sense at all. Not, not to mention a lot of like fiction we have to like, and it's a, it's a children's thing too. So yeah. that's another part of it where it's, but I, I know what you're saying. It's like, if you're looking at, um, you know, the little mermaid or something, this kind of thing isn't creeping in, even though that's a fantastical world. Mermaids aren't real. Right. Well, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, No. Like, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) But like something has been established where it's like, oh, there's a woman from the sea. And then like, yes, all of the sea animals talk, but like we can't, they can't necessarily talk to humans, all that stuff. Like, okay. Like those lines aren't crossed, but with this one, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, for me, it doesn't get in the way of my enjoyment of sure. it. The only thing that it tugs on my, you know, it kind of tugs on the back of my shirt a little bit for for the enjoyment of this movie is the Sid thing near the end. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. But I would, I think the reason it doesn't really bother me is that that kind of doesn't matter to the plot much at all. Them scaring Sid is like has nothing to do with the story. Nothing. So like... That's just how they kind of got out of this jam. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. So anyway, that's um. Well, we'll get into my yeah. like worst scene because that's we're, right. we're 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 kind of foreshadowing it a little bit. All right, uh, my you, Achilles. Uh, yeah, all of that was my Achilles heel. Okay, we need to go. We need my to Achilles move on. heel is Scud. I don't think he looks good. <laughs> he looks terrible. Yeah. So the, when they made this is 1995, which means they were you know. I'm assuming they were working on it since the late 80s, probably sure. trying to get this. Yeah. I don't know when the story came into it or the models came into it, but they were really, really smart in only having toys really to animate. They're right. animating very few actual humans. And when we see them, we're rarely seeing their faces. Right. And that was like brilliant. Brilliant. They did the same thing. With, I don't know if you ever watched Veggie Tales at yeah. church yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, same thing. It was like we they couldn't like animate arms or legs. Right. So they had to use vegetables. That's a really smart thing yeah. to do if you're using rudimentary technology. Sure. And so they made so many good artistic choices in this movie with where it's like, if you look around the edges, it's like, there's some stuff that in the background doesn't look great, right. but we don't notice it because we're focusing on the toys and the right. toys are so animatable and are so like, yeah. They look so good because they're not real. They're they're like they're made of plastic. Yeah, right. You know? So they can look shiny or like like I was like yes. like the floors would be too shiny right. or like the yeah, walls yeah. wouldn't look good. Yeah, but exactly. toys they can do that. Yeah. So that's a brilliant Yeah. That was such a good decision. Uh but Scud uh Sid's dog mm-hmm. like it's just his face. Like even it looks I mean bad. his the texture on his body is like fine. It doesn't I wouldn't even I don't even care about that, no. but it's like his eyes. His like, eyes, yeah. Know, it uh, looks the proportions are kind yeah. of wrong. His and eyes are so big. I know. They look like Gollum's eyes. Yes. It looks like a weird and like the people are cartoonish, but they don't look like crazy caricatures. Yeah. Um anyway, so that was for me yeah. I'm like again, I don't have a lot of things to say about bad things to say about this movie that was one of them i would say i would include yours though in this to say that that like it would be because and i would say because <laughs> that that sid thing at the end feels so unnecessary mm-hmm. that you don't need to have that you don't need to break that law in right. the movie and we can all just assume that the toys as soon as you look at them they just turn back into you know into toys yeah you know, but- like I don't. I hate to run in circles, but if if that's the case, then it doesn't. Then the jealousy isn't there because Woody doesn't even know he's being played with. Right. No. I mean, you you would assume that they know what's happening, and somehow Buzz is just in denial or something. Like right. you, I'm saying you can kind of get there. Right. But it without that Sid right. scene. So I would say like without that scene, maybe it's not the. I'm saying maybe that's the Achilles heel is maybe. that story yeah. point. You know, yeah. just and that's just right now because I hadn't really thought about that yeah. too much. Um, all right, safety net. What do you think? All stops of, us. All of the voice from being worse. 
all of the voice acting is so good. Yeah. Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, of course, are fantastic. But yeah. like every character Everything. is voiced to perfection. Yeah. It is so fun to watch. It is like, perfect. Like yeah. it's just fun to listen to. Like mm-hmm. even if I wasn't watching it, I could just listen to it and it yep. would be so like entertaining. Yeah. Tim it's, Allen is so <laughs> He's so great, dude. He's in another one of my top movies and like so is Tom Hanks. He's in a couple, but like like geez, like he brings his character to life in this way that I'm like, I don't think anybody else could have done what no, he did with this. And, and I don't either. I don't know how that's possible. I don't think Tim Allen is like this insanely good actor. <laughs> he was just his personality was like so perfect for this yes. this character. Great. I loved yeah. it. What was yours? I kind of already said this, but like choosing toys. Yeah. Rather than people or animals mm-hmm. to be the the focus of the of the visuals of this movie. I think that was like that if they had tried to do people this would have been a super wonky looking movie yeah, it wouldn't have and good. and it would not there's no way it would have been this successful mm-hmm. or this kind of groundbreaking yeah. um i also just had voice acting voice acting and screenplay but yeah for me i mean the real one for me is like is the we'll get into this but it's is just the the story of it where i'm like i think that's the thing that like drives the whole thing uh, the 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 relationship between Woody and Buzz and between both of them and Andy is mm-hmm. is huge, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that more. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll choose to say just the animation though. Yeah. Choosing to focus on toys is yeah, great. Cool. Worst shot of this movie. There's a. I didn't like the shot where um Woody is riding the skateboard guy that's been kind of put together in Sid's house. Yeah. They're escaping Sid's house. Yeah. Um. And there's a like a point of view shot from mm-hmm. behind Woody's head. As they're going out, like driving out, yeah. I don't think that needed to be there. I don't think it looks good. I, I don't think it accomplishes yeah. like what right. what they're trying to accomplish in that little scene there. Sure, um, I didn't. I don't think mean? it looked good. Like compared to the rest of it, which all which all looks pretty good. Yeah, um, I think that lo- that little shot, and it's only like three seconds, right, from behind Woody's head. There are some of those things in this movie where you see. You you realize that this mo- part of the uh, the success of this movie is that it's kind of a magic trick. They're hiding how how new this technology yeah. is through their like blocking and sure, their framing yeah. of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that I don't I don't think that shot worked. Yeah, yeah, I think they failed in that in that scene. They were mm-hmm. like, oh, this doesn't. They should have said this doesn't look natural. Right. We should just cut it. Instead, yeah, they, or, they left it in. Yeah, or let's do a different angle of, or yeah. let's put the camera on the front of the yeah, skateboard yeah, yeah, as yeah. we're going through. Like, that would even be cool rather than seeing the back of Woody's head. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mine's similar. Um, the pizza delivery truck where Woody is, like, flying all over the back on their way to Pizza Planet. Yeah. And Buzz is just sitting in the front. <laughs> he, uh, like, he, like, taps the seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like... Uh, if you look closely at the all of the textures of the entire interior of that truck, just look like an N sixty four game. Yeah, not good. And it's it stands out because like they definitely when there's something that's that visible through the rest of the movie, they usually do a good job of like either making it just super plain, yeah, so you don't notice it, or actually working in the details so it looks good, like a fabric or something, and just like the floor, the ceiling, the windows of the whole pizza planet, like truck uh yeah. it just felt super it felt like a yeah playstation one yeah. it was bad <laughs> which, <laughs> which admit is, is the same the time PlayStation yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right uh best shot what's the best shot of this movie i love when they're when the the toys are being like black lit like and their parts are glowing you know what i mean like like there's a couple times in the oh, movie yeah. where they're they're close to a black light and yeah. like the white on Woody's vest is yes, glowing blue yeah. and then the green on Buzz is it he, glows neon. I think that's yeah. really cool. I think yeah. that it was cool that they yeah. that they pulled that off, honestly. Like it just looks really cool. So subtle. Yeah. And you're like, oh he's in the dark. He glows in the dark. Oh wow, it's cool. Yeah. I think <laughs> I just I really liked all those moments. Yeah. That's great. I I said uh Buzz quote unquote flying around the room or falling with style is yeah. what he says. I think like just the way that that whole there's just a short sequence of him like he goes down the race car thing mm-hmm. and he's just thinking that he's flying but in reality it's just like yeah. this this incredibly fortunate series of yeah. events that's like carrying him around the room and like it just the flow of that whole sequence works so well where you like obviously it could never happen but like it just feels like Again, they, they got the physics so right, well, yeah, and it yeah. felt so funny mm-hmm. as it happened. And then I'll also say there's a moment at, towards the end 
where RC has run out of battery. Yeah. And um, Buzz kind of hangs his head, and the shot, it's like a a shot looking up at him. Yeah. And the sun is coming, like, through his helmet, and he's silhouetted. Oh, that looked so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, All right, worst scene of this movie. This one was hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we talked about how hard this one was to to figure out. Um, I went with a scene that is so important to the movie, yeah. but I, I just didn't, it didn't hit for me. Yeah. Um, the scene where Buzz finds out that he's a toy. Yeah. Um, I don't like the Randy Newman song there. Oh yeah. I don't think. Clearly I will go sailing. Yeah. I think that's great. I think you're high. <laughs> I think it would have hit harder to me, just for me. This yeah. is a personal I yeah. guess, thing. I, it would have hit harder with a score behind it rather than okay, because like, I it that song kind of comes off as mm-hmm. it's it's a very kind of powerful moment where he is like devastated that his whole life is like a lie, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think the song served that moment. It feels a little bit like the Jesse James uh, voiceovers maybe where he's maybe, yeah. Randy is literally singing what Buzz is thinking yeah yeah where, and I think maybe that was yeah. playing into it as I well like that. this song is so on the nose yeah. <laughs> I actually almost picked that scene as well but for the beginning of the scene um, with um, where he, he like Scud is chasing him around he runs into the room where his yeah. dad is like watching TV mm-hmm. uh, but then I was like he sees that commercial it's so important um, yeah you definitely can't cut it yeah yeah, for me it's the Sid it's the, the all the toys at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh for the reason that you're saying, like it just it feels one of the reasons that this movie is hard to pick around or to find like the negative things about it is because it's so lean. Mm-hmm. It's short, but it's, it's also short, like it's so well structured. So you like as far as far as story beats, it's like nothing is wasted. Right. Every single scene moves the story ahead so much mm-hmm. that it's nothing you can really take out. And the cool thing too is that like it's a kids movie, so there's fun stuff going on that right. the, the kids don't really care too much about. I mean, they you know they like Frozen. Uh, <laughs> okay, shots fired at Frozen. <laughs> Come at me, uh, but like. Kids' movies don't have to be stupid, and this is a great example right. of that, how you can have a great story that's in this world, and this works so well in that case. But with the exception of that Sid scene, like there is no fallout from that. Like Nothing happens no because effect. of that. Right. Like We see now he's scared of toys. Okay, that's kind of funny, because they used to be scared of him. But like they could have gotten out of that was in so many other ways. The only thing I guess you could argue is that he kind of unites Sid's toys uh, to rise up against him. But what, again, there are no implications of that. We don't really see what happens after that. Mm-mm. He's just scared to death of all of his toys. He's now traumatized for life. Yeah. Um, like, it, yeah. There's no, like, they could have gotten out of that. And so, like, the real thing that happens later is that, you know, Woody and Buzz find their way you know they escape uh scud with the rocket and the remote control right, car yeah. that's the real climax of the movie yes that's actually how they get back it has no, very little to do with them actually escaping sid right uh, i think sid's obviously sid's house is very important because that's first of all where buzz like you said learns he's a toy right and it's also where woody loses faith in himself and it's where buzz then finds like worth in being a toy and then being Andy's toy and then helps Woody. So like all that stuff happens at Sid's house. So we need Sid's house. Uh, and I love the Frankenstein toys. Yeah. They're the, cool. The way that that's played, the yeah. horror movie yeah, element of that, cool. like when they, when he's shining the light underneath yeah. the, and the thing comes out, like that is so scary yeah. for this kind of movie. I remember being scared yeah. watching it as a kid. Like, oh my uh, gosh, what's happening? But it's right great. Now? It's so well done. Yeah. And like and the fact that they're they're actually nice. They help like right. put these toys back together. Like, I think that's all great. But like all that needs to happen is these toys need to like come together and help them escape 
the yeah, yard. Yeah, we don't need to get them over the fence. Have That's all that needs Sid. to happen. Yeah, Sid can so, come in and say, "Where's my toy?" He can set up Buzz with the because ro- we need the rocket, right? Right. Set up Buzz with the rocket. Put that match in there, and then something happens, and then they can get over. You know, the yeah. to- other toys help him out. That's all needs to happen. So anyway, that's the worst scene of the movie where I'm like, I just again, like you, like you were saying before, I wasn't thinking about the plot hole, how big of a plot hole it pokes in it, but I'm like, it just seems so unnecessary. Right. Uh, all right, best scene of this movie. The army men scene. At the beginning? Yeah. I wrote the same thing. <laughs> I love that scene, dude. It's so The whole cool. thing. It's when they so go, cool. they rappel down. Yes. With the, and then all of the dialogue of that scene when he's like, go on without me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. I love it. Uh, and he, uh, when he, I think I, I have some quotes from that, but I'll, I'll get to him later. Yeah, I, yeah. The whole thing. And then when he's like, when the kids are coming back upstairs and everyone's like freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love yeah. it. It's so cool. I it's, love seeing yeah, like perfect. they're hiding in the bush and like mm-hmm. they have to play. They have to play toy. Again yeah, when they all assume yeah. their poses. Do yeah. you play with army men when yeah. you're a kid? Yeah. Like I did all the time, and like so I. Lo- it's so great because you know you just feel oh I know that pose I know that right, one the one yeah. with the little mortar yes yeah yep. I had all those <laughs> yeah it was cool it's great it's a very cool scene I liked it a lot yes absolutely I also had um. That you mentioned how good it was earlier when Buzz catches up to Andy at the gas station, or Andy and Woody, and then when when mm. they he confronts him and yeah. they, their relationship kind of reaches its breaking you point. Are a toy. <laughs> yeah, and when he Woody like from that point on over the next twenty minutes, a whole Pizza Planet thing, he has to like. He realizes that he has to play along with right, Buzz. Right, yeah. So he has to be a, I saw a ship. Yeah. It has Astro uh, turf. Yeah. <laughs> and Buzz is like, okay, finally, this guy's coming around. Like, right. he understands that I'm a spaceman and he's helping me out, you know. Uh, he's helping him with his an, delusion. Buzz is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I thought that. Just the, the dialogue and the timing between Tim Allen and, and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Was, I don't want to know if they d- weren't in the same room when that was when they were recording that dialogue. Yeah, no. I'm, That's one of those things I feel like I'd find out later. I'm like, let me just believe that they're in the same room. Right, yeah. Uh, all right, cutting room floor. What's a, what's a thing from this movie that... Um, what's a scene, a whole scene we could just remove wholesale? What do you cut from a movie that's under 90 minutes? You know... My, mine is the I, is the same as my go, worst yeah, scene. I would go with that. Yeah, because you can you yeah. can because th- their plan was never to do that. All of that, like they wanted to just after their moment of reconciliation, they yeah. were just gonna drop out of the bucket and let's go. But yeah. they pushed and they they wake him up. Right, they wake up Sid. Yeah, yeah. So maybe don't do that. You guys yeah. just get out. He wakes up. That's it. Yeah, he doesn't. I he, agree. I think they wanted to give Sid con- some kind of comeuppance. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's just not worth it. Nope. Um, all right. So that's mine. I want to take you through my thought process of me trying to find the scene. And keep, I keep hitting a wall. Ready? For a cutting room floor? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I write down the claw scene. No. We need to establish why they ended up at Sid's house. Right. Yes. Uh, Sid burns Woody's forehead and then they try to escape. No, we need it because it establishes the magnifying glass thing for the rocket later. Right. <laughs> and Buzz learning that he's a toy. Uh, the scene where Woody talks to them from Sid's window. Do they need to hate him further? No, they do because it forces Woody and Buzz to be each other's only hope for the end. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I picked all these. And then I, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, no, we do need this scene. Like yeah. they all include these. They're all building the story towards the, the conclusion. Yeah. Imaginary deleted scene. I, I want a scene that talks about the rules uh, like i okay. i want that like yeah maybe they ask buzz they're like hey, well why do you play like a toy something <laughs> or like yeah phoebe said phoebe watched it with me and she yeah. said you know an emperor's new groove where he stops the movie and talks about what's yeah, going on yeah breaks the fourth wall I was yeah like, i don't that wouldn't match this movie but something that would yeah. that would say hey you know as toys we blah 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 you know just right. something like a minute or two that explains yeah. That first of all acknowledges that all toys yeah. are this way. Mm-hmm. Acknowledges that there are these rules that we can't. <laughs> what? No, you're just so into this. You're like so serious, and you're right. You're <laughs> right about this, Jake. <laughs> okay, you're right about this. You have actually changed my critical rating on this movie. Nice. Um, but I just love you. You're so impassioned about the the lore of Toy Story. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which I'm I'm not making fun of you because that's me for everything. Right. Like I'm just love yeah. that you're yeah, dude. You're it's, the one. So something that uh. that, that says these are, you know, <laughs> yes. we're toys. Yeah. We we have to do this. Well, you could do it even without saying it. You could right. just see it happen. Yeah. And then it would yeah, yeah. it would work. Anything. Yeah. Anything of course. at all. Okay, cool. Um, that's great. I this is I pledge that this is the only time this is gonna happen in this podcast. You don't have one. I don't have one because of how complete the story is. I'm I will piggyback on yours then. I will yeah. say you could have included it wouldn't even have to be a scene. It would just need to be the, the ending or, or beginning yeah. of another scene. Right, yeah. That like when they're coming out of their trance or going into it, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you're like We've established that they all—they're all acting, right? And so explain that, yes, or discredit it yep. and under, explain the Buzz thing. Cool. Um, all right. I do love the fact that Buzz is the only one that doesn't know he's a toy, though, and I think that that—that's one thing that doesn't bother me. Where I'm like, there's just something wrong with him, because yeah, I think he's that just that's because yeah. that sometimes that's just how people are. Sure. Sometimes yeah. people just can't accept reality. Yeah. And I love that. And then, of course, in the other movies we see, it turns out all Buzz Lightyear's are like that. So maybe it's like some kind of weird defect. I don't, I don't know. know. I, you know? Have I... I don't think I've... I think I saw two uh-huh. once or twice, and I think I've seen three once. Mm-hmm. But I've never... Toy Story yeah. just never... is not something that I ever return to very often. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's funny. My experience with it, I watched it a ton. We got it right when it came out on VHS after we saw most of the movie in the theater. <laughs> and I watched it a ton of times. I could, like, every time they had a line in this movie, I would know the next line yeah. coming. It was, like, automatic. Uh, I watched the second one a bunch. Uh, and this is when I was a kid, you know, so it was, like, by the time Toy Story 3 came out, I was a teenager, so, I, like, I wasn't into it right. as much. I've seen that a couple times. Mm. Um, now I just, I'm just an admirer of these movies though, because I think of all the Pixar movies and there are incredible examples of storytelling in some Pixar movies. I think that these are still the best. I think maybe all four of the Toy Story movies are like, just the themes are so kind of, I don't even want to say mature. They're just so like airtight and universal and well thought out not to mention the voice acting, not to mention the animation. Right. Uh, and I just love that there. it feels like they did it. Like they made, I rem- dude, I remember when Toy Story 4 came out, which was like three or four years ago at this point, I was, you know. Has it been that long? Oh my yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. And I'm like <laughs> in my, at least in my late 20s at that point, and I'm like, oh, why are they doing this? Right. Like they, it's such a good run. And I was like, so, I was, it's a cash grab. Why, why would you ruin this? And then it came out and I was like, this works too. Like, it's still a pretty good story. Like, so I I love that they've been able to like maintain it. I don't care. I'm wearing a Toy Story shirt. I don't know if you realize this. I'm wearing a Dynaco what is sure, this is the gas station that they stopped oh at. it is oh <laughs> yeah. wow that's a that's a, that's a very uh yeah deep reference yeah and so um, that's a cool shirt I'll that. <laughs> yeah i like it too jess got it for me um so uh that's kind of my history with it so i definitely i mean it's not just nostalgia for me even right. though there's tons of that mm-hmm. um i don't care i'm not the kind of person that like this like Ninja Turtles or Transformers, the stuff I was into in a kid. Yeah. I when I was a kid, I don't need those to be great now. Right. I understand that a lot of them are flawed, but I I do enjoy how good these things were. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, I liked it when I was a kid, and now it's kind of like Star Wars, which we'll get into when we, yeah. Not to give away anything, but we have some Star Wars <laughs> movies on our list. We talk about it every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Cool. Unsung hero, the uh, character or the actor. That is not in the top five of IMDb. R. Lee Emmy as mm. the sergeant. Yes. Great. Yes. Thought it was great. Great. Where's your honor, dirtbag? <laughs> you are an absolute <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> uh, great uh, through line from the last. So my double feature was Full Metal Jacket. He, at the time of Full Metal Jacket, he's in Full Metal Jacket. Okay. And he's, he's a drill sergeant. That's he's awesome. been a drill sergeant in... I want to say probably 20 movies. Wow. You've seen him in other movies as a drill sergeant. Wow. You, you would recognize his face probably. I, he was I did just recognize a, his face. I looked on IMDb. Yeah. I don't know what, like, we've we've all seen him, though, in yeah. all these movies. That's so and, cool. But he was just a drill sergeant before Full Metal Jacket, and they cast him in the... He was, I think he was a like an advisor 
for the military accuracy That's of the movie. Awesome. And they ended up just, they were like, well, this guy's just awesome at this, doing the Vince Vaughn thing uh-huh. from Hacksaw Ridge. And so uh, he, and then he has his whole career near all the way to the end of his life where it's like he's just been is, this, done this thing. That is awesome. Yeah. It's a bit of movie history. Yeah. He is amazing. Mine is <laughs> someone with an incredible name. Okay. <laughs> There's a lady named Debbie Derryberry. Derryberry. I had a I had a Shelby Derryberry in oh, my high wow. school. Okay. So this is Debbie spelled D E B I. Debbie Derryberry. Uh she is she voices a couple roles. I don't know what the other one is, but um she voices the aliens. Uh oh. the squeaky aliens. <laughs> yeah. And Something about the the comic timing yeah. of the aliens. He must go. He has been chosen. <laughs> uh, I just love it. Yeah, I think they're so. It's perfect, like comic relief, where they're they are as delusional as Buzz is, sure, and Woody, yeah. and just compounds Woody's frustration. Right. He hates them so yeah. much. Everybody hates them. Mr. Yeah. Potato Head ends up hating them. Really, for loving him. Like, he clearly doesn't want them to be following him around, but he saved their lives, so they are eternally grateful. Right. Like, there's just so many... Oh, sorry, in... That's in the second movie. I got ahead of myself. But, like, in the second movie, he saves their lives, and so then they they follow him. They have this, like, light de- life debt to him. And <laughs> that's he, so funny. Yeah, so, Mr. like... Potato Head is so toxic in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not a good guy. No. no. He is the villain. It's not Sid. It's <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. I would love... It's kind of like a Jar Jar Binks thing. I would love... Uh, to see, I bet it's out there, a YouTube video that, that talks about how Mr. Potato is actually, because he does, he stops Woody from coming back over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in the way of the progress of the story. That's yeah. hilarious. All right. Best quotes. There's a bunch. There's so There's many. so many puns in this movie. Did you, like, did you notice that watching it? Like what? Like this time, like, there's a lot of... It's like situational puns and like verbal, like he calls, what are you looking at, your hockey puck? And it's a hockey puck. Like there's, there's yes. the microphone's name is Mike. Like there's just so yes, much of that. of course. Yeah. So, can somebody give me a hand? It throws a hand up there. Like Absolutely. There's just tons, <laughs> tons of that. Yes. Yeah. It's stuff that we all, it's specifically phrases that we all say, but mm. then they can have fun with it because it's all, because they're right. toys and the rules are all different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have, I do have some specific Yeah. Ones go ahead. Like, um, Excuse me, I think the word you're looking for is space ranger. And then what he says, the word I'm looking for, I can't can't say say. because there's preschool toys around. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great line. Um, When when Sid is just destroying, uh, he's taking apart his sister's doll Mm -hmm. and and just like, he's just throwing little pieces everywhere and all the toys are... (gasps) Yeah. And... Woody is hiding his face, but Buzz is just watching it, and he he's shaking his head, going, "I don't believe that man's ever been to medical school." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, That's still, he hasn't been broken yet, right. you know. Um, another one was at the beginning during the birthday party. Uh, the the army man over the radio is like, "It's bed sheets," and Mister Potato Head's like, "Who invited that kid?" <laughs> What, what kid gifts bed sheets? I know. That's so funny. Yeah. And there's Buzz has one. One minute you're defending the whole galaxy, and suddenly you find yourself sucking down Darjeeling with Marie Antoinette and her little sister. Her little sister. <laughs> uh so many so many of Buzz's. We talked about like Johnny Depp's, how like you could kind of pick any yeah. of his lines. Yeah. Um what was another one? Like there's just so many great you're or right. uh, or uh Taika Watiti as Adolf. Yes. Like yep. some characters, you can just pick any line. And with Buzz, it's like basically until he realizes he's a toy, every yeah. line. Uh, one of my favorites is, I'll just choose one, which is, how dare you open a spaceman's helmet on an uncharted planet? My eyeballs could have been sucked from their sockets. <laughs> he says it with such belief. You know? And then he like straightens up and pushes the button and the helmet comes back like yes. for no reason because he already knows <laughs> yes he can yes oh so good uh one last one which is um it's right when when they meet buzz and uh it's it's clear that rex the the t-rex is like he hate he really doesn't want it to be a dinosaur because he's so insecure yeah and so 
they meet Buzz and everyone's shaking his hand and he goes over and shakes Buzz's hand right when everyone's meeting him and he goes, oh, I'm so glad you're not a dinosaur. <laughs> and Buzz is just like, thank you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no context. Like, just, to him, it's just uh, these aliens are right. really weird. <laughs> He's like, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. you're not a dinosaur. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right, cool. Film or movie? It's a movie. Yeah. It's definitely a movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad to hear you say that. I was like, yeah. Joel's going to try to say this is a film. <laughs> no. Okay. Good. Pirates of the Caribbean was a movie and a great movie. Yes. This is a movie and a great movie. Yeah. Um. All right. Personal rating out of five. Three and a half. Okay. Not because bad. of the lore. That's part of it. And it's a kid's movie. I know you're not. Well, that, I mean. Or at least Disney movies. You're not always super hot Not on always, movies. but. I think the lore part did play a part, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to talk for another 45 minutes about the lore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but also, the story is airtight. Mm-hmm. It is beat, 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 done. I don't think... I, I think it could have used some meat. You know what I mean? I think it could have... I, I don't know. I don't feel like there's enough there. Whoa. In my right. opinion. We know that mine's a five. Yes. So I'm going to use my time to refute that claim. You may. and I, In and the look, name of Jesus. Look, and I I want, I will actually want you to, okay. to do this because I, I don't, I, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got the movie. Oh, the like, story. Y- yeah. I, well, I know the story. The story, it's, to me, mm-hmm. it's, it's very simple. And, yeah. and in a movie that's 81 minutes long, yeah. we have a whole scene that we cut out. Right. You know? And so- to me, I need to be. I need somebody to tell me what's going on because I can't. It. Okay. That was a that was a mumbling jumbling. Okay. No, I've said this to a lot of people, so I'm like, yes, I'm ready. Yeah. Let me add him. Uh, this is a this movie is a story about belonging and acceptance. And it's a movie about growing up, and it's a movie about discarding your preconceptions that you had when you were a kid, kind of like Jojo Rabbit was. And what we have is we have two characters that are opposites, but they need to, they need, they both need to reach the same place, which is acceptance of themselves. And they need to find their worth, their worth and who they actually are. So you have Woody. And this is another reason I mentioned my, um, my safety net was why the, the fact that they use toys. Mm-hmm. This is another thing that you couldn't, this is really hard to do, especially for a kid's movie, uh, especially animated if you had, you couldn't do this with children. So these are adult characters, even though they're toys and Buzz is technically a newborn, yeah. <laughs> right? Like they're adults. They have right. adult vocabulary and kind of sensibilities. Right. So you couldn't do this though with with real adults who have jobs and families. What you can do is you can have it with these these creatures that are kind of immortal and yeah. you know. So you have Woody, who is Andy's favorite. And he has his, he finds his worth, but from the fact that he's Andy's favorite, everyone loves him, everyone trusts him, that gives him his worth. Buzz thinks he's a space ranger. His worth is from the fact that he flies around the galaxy and stops Emperor Zerg, and he's the man because of that. He thinks he's better than everyone else. He's just trying to get back in his spaceship and get blast off into space. Everyone tells him a toy, tells him that he's a toy, which is super demeaning for him. Right. He's like, no, I'm not a toy. I'm a space ranger. Right. So that's where they both start. Over the course of the movie, they both have to let go of those sources of worth. Buzz has to realize that he's a toy, which is a super difficult thing for him. And even after he sees that ad on TV, he has to try to fly out that window and then he, right. he loses his arm in the process mm-hmm. because he believes it so much and he's like, well, if I'm not a space ranger, then what am I? Right. I'm nothing. I'm not worth a thing. And Andy's coming at it from the opposite direction. He's fully aware that he's a toy, but he's Andy's favorite toy. And he's coming at it from the perspective of like, hey, all right, well, now he, I'm faced with the fact that Buzz is here and Andy has taken him to Pizza Planet more than me. Yeah. So... He's like, if I'm not Andy's favorite toy, then who am I? What worth do I have? He's he's always told himself that like this is what gives me worth. So, mm-hmm. in this cr- crucial scene where like where Woody is underneath that milk crate, mm-hmm. and Buzz is sitting next to him with the rocket strapped to his back, they both have to reach this place where Buzz says to himself, 
or Woody has to get through to Buzz to say, you're still worth something. Right. Like you, I know that you're not a space ranger, and I get that that's super disappointing, but you mean something to this kid in there, and I would give anything to be to mean as much as you do to that kid mm-hmm. in there. That means everything to me. Right. So find your worth. That your worth is that somebody loves you, and Buzz. And then Woody gives up though, and he says he reaches this place where he's just like, you know what, whatever. He kind of talks himself. Yes. Into a. He's like, you're so awesome, Buzz. Like, and why? I'm not, right. Yeah. Why would he? Why would Andy ever want a toy like me? Right. And so Buzz then has to do the same thing back to Woody. So these two characters who are at odds have to save each other, and Buzz has to tell Woody. Like, no, there's a kid over there and he loves you too. And it doesn't matter that you're not Andy's favorite toy. Like, the fact is, like, I care about you and so does Andy. And, like, you you, you still have worth. So you have two characters who have lost their sense of worth but have to and have to let that go and then in the end have to recontextualize why they have worth and why they're worth loving, you know? And that's the kind of thing where, like, that would be so hard to do if Andy was, like, a guy working at a job or Buzz was, like, a professional athlete or something, you know, where it's like, we've seen that before, but there are all these little things where you're like, yeah, but what about their career? What about their agent? What about their family? You know, this, they're just toys. So we get to have this super clean story. It's this really kind of intricate thing that happens and you almost kind of don't see it happening. But the fact that we get that one scene where they both kind of come together and they end up kind of saving each other, like I think is huge. So anyway, that's why I think the story works. So that's why I think it has value. I and I get all that and that's mm-hmm. that's all great you know and that I I can see that mm-hmm. mostly I can mostly see that in the movie. Yeah. Um that scene did not work for me. The one where he strapped the rocket on the desk where they're saving each other, right? Yeah. I get the importance of the scene and I know what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. But I think it's too bang bang for me. It happens too fast. Like there's so yeah. much like Woody Buzz is depressed because he's a toy, right? Yeah. Or because he's not a space ranger more, right? Yeah. So Woody is trying to cheer him up. It doesn't work. He just kind of like, man, whatever, and puts his head back down. And then Woody's like, yeah, you know what? Andy, why would Andy even want a toy like me anyway? And yeah. turns his back. And then Buzz comes and saves him. Or he like, we we, Try we see Buzz fa- Buzz's face, right? Yeah. And he kind of like, man, I'm going to go save him. I, the, the, the change didn't register (laughs) to me. And the same thing goes with Woody. Woody has just said, like, he is, um, like you said, he he is worthless because he's no longer Andy's favorite or or because he doesn't feel like he's good enough for Andy or whatever. Yeah. I didn't see the change from that either. It was just kind of snap of the finger and now Buzz is on top pushing the, the toolbox and they're gonna go. Yeah. And well, he's happy now. Like I don't it just didn't I mean for me in that scene it's it does happen quickly and it has way more to do with Buzz than with Woody for sure. Yes. Woody's Woody's um Woody's like his rock bottom is not necessarily in that moment as much mm-hmm. as it is the whole thing. Like the whole so like his is more kind of drawn out where it's like I agree with that. His starts with like his rock bottom is when Buzz shows up and replaces him. Right. Buzz's rock bottom is at that moment where he realizes that he's not a toy and he's in the tea party. Right. When I said that they come together, I think what the the difference is that when Buzz goes to save him, like Woody is re-energized because he's like, okay, I was just about to give up, but the, the fact that I see you like right. getting back into it makes me you know. Yeah, want to. That's fair. This is a movie about toys that come to life. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's We're, movies yeah. that we love, though. It's yeah, it's good. I, I mean, yeah. for, for me, I look at it like that, and maybe not everyone sees it that way. I guess I see it as like, it feels very neat. It feels very t- tied up where I'm like, I think that the, I get what you're saying about that scene, but I think that we've seen Woody's anguish through the whole film. It starts the second that Buzz shows up. Mm-hmm. It gets worse when he accidentally yeah. hit, knocks him out the window, and it gets worse the whole thing, and then eventually reaches that point where he just he's at a breaking point. Yeah. So that's what I'd say about that, where I'm like, I think it's not it's not 
it doesn't have the same weight for both of them. It's right. way more about Buzz yeah. kind of being like, you know what? Do I really feel bad about myself enough to like let Woody die too? Right. You yeah. Know, he's yeah. willing to let himself go, but he's like, you know what? You know, and in that way, maybe he's kind of saying like, he's like, well, maybe, maybe my worth is that I can save Woody right now. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where he finds his yeah. value. It's interesting for sure. All right. Critical rating. Uh, four. Four. Yeah. Okay. I think it's four. Mine, <laughs> mine was going to be a five. That would have been your third five in a row. I know. And I hate that. <laughs> Let me say, I hate that. Cause I, I didn't think, I didn't know if any of my movies were going to get a five, but I gave a five to Jojo Rabbit and I gave a five to Jesse I was James. so close to giving Jojo Rabbit a five. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was going to give this five and you talking about the world building, which is something that I care about. I don't really care about it with this movie that much, but that is enough. My personal rating is still a five, but that is enough for me to say critically looking at this movie. Again, it's a child's movie right. and we're talking about it, but we're talking about it critically. We're choosing to look at it critically. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to knock it down to a 4.5. I think it's, I think it's damn near perfect. Yeah. I think it's really good. Uh, but yeah, if if I'm gonna call something a perfect movie, it's got to stand up un, under scrutiny. And I feel like I could defend Jesse James and I could defend Jojo Rabbit for sure, mm-hmm. uh, and every scene in those movies. But this is one where I'm like, yeah, it, it, was, it was a decision that they made with the Sid thing near the end, where I'm like, I could live with not knowing or caring, but right. that scene forces it to the front where it's like, yes. no, we have to explain this. The like, rule, because he they... even says rules. He says the yes. word rules. <laughs> We're going to have to break our rules. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, All right, cool. Uh, double feature. Oh, one last thing I want to say about this. Um, I didn't realize this. I, I think it's been a while since I've, either since I've watched this movie or since I've been watching the opening credits of this movie. Uh, Joel Cohen, one of the Cohen brothers, and Joss Whedon, the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He did Avengers, too. Uh, Firefly, the first two Avengers movies, mm-hmm. are on the screenplay. Oh, wow. So I'm like, uh, that's, that's one of the reasons, I think, why it's yeah, <laughs> so, so tight, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, two of the best. Uh, double feature, Jake's Drive-In, which we got to start at this point. I've said it so many times. Yeah. I'm like, let's start a drive-in movie let's do theater. It. And uh, we'll name it after you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you. You'll put up the money for it, of course. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you're putting on a double feature at a drive-in, Toy Story is the first movie. What's the second movie? Ratatouille. Ooh, that's good. I think Ratatouille is a almost a perfect movie. Okay. That's that's one of the that's a great movie. Yes, um, yeah. I think it has a lot of the same sort of identity mm-hmm. worth sort of things yeah. that that this one does. Yep. Um, Ratatouille, for those of you who don't know, is about a rat that cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh, the so, rest of his family eats yeah. garbage. Yes, and so it's yeah. like I don't know. It's it's very similar, and obviously it's a Pixar yeah. movie. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, my choice is inspired by real life events okay. from. I think it was two nights ago that we watched this movie, which is that we were watching this movie on Disney Plus, of course, Mm -hmm. and the next, it just played Toy Story 2, and we just watched the whole thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or at least I watched the whole thing. I think Jess went and did some other things, but um, I just sat there and watched the second movie, and I'm like, hey, super basic choice, but I was in for it, and it's another great movie. Yeah. Um, I would say... I would not. Toy Story Two is great. Mm-hmm. Definitely, the world building of that one it it gets more and more ridiculous, and it becomes more of like a children's movie sequel than sure. than of course this sure. movie. So um, I would say I couldn't defend it as much as this one, but it is really fun. Uh, it's got a ton of Star Wars references. Really, there yeah, were there were two or throughout. three in this one. Yes, definitely, um, which is great because Pixar started out as Star Wars, basically. Uh, Industrial Light and Magic, like the 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 Pixar computer was uh-huh. started by the guys who, sorry, was was like built by the guys that the reason they're all together working was because George Lucas hired them all oh. to work on Star Wars, which became Industrial Light and Magic, who has done all the special effects on every movie ever. Oh, cool! So there's real spiritual lineage yeah. <laughs> of like, you know, 20 or so, 20 yeah, so years back awesome. from this. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. So Toy Story 2, super basic choice. Don't care. <laughs> that's okay. I think it totally works. It worked for me. Uh, great. 
by the way, I don't know the last time I actually watched the next thing that somebody, unless I'm watching a TV show, like mm-hmm. I actually sat the there and said, you know movie. what, computer, why don't you just play the next thing that you <laughs> wanted to play? I'm yeah. always so like, I'm always like uh, offended. Like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I will choose what to watch yes, next. Yes, I will be, I will be <laughs> choosing. In charge of my life. Yes. Uh, all right. Anything else to say? Um, Toy Story. I liked it, man. It's a good movie. It yeah. is a good movie. It's cleverly written. It's yeah. it's very solid. It's it's like you've said multiple times. It's tight. Mm-hmm. It's a very, you know, easy to follow story. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Solid. And for me, I know that I spent the majority of my time talking about like the story uh-huh. and the character motivations yeah. and stuff. <laughs> but like at its heart, I mean, it is just a great not even as a kid's as a kids movie, it's fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. I think that all the colors and the voices yeah. and everything is just super fun to watch. But I think just as a as a fun animated movie, like it's just a great ride, and it's it's still I think really funny. Like, yeah. I think the humor holds up. It's been, oh yeah, I laughed out loud more than yeah. once. Yeah, it's, it's been funny. twenty twenty three years since it came out, and I think it still feels relevant. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, don't don't close. don't let my musings get you off of of uh, watching this movie. Yeah, Don't take great. it as seriously as I do. Yeah, no. That's the, that's our job here at this podcast. Exactly. That's our job. <laughs> All right. The time has come. Oh, yes. Uh, we're going to pick our next two movies slash films. <laughs> I'm looking at Jake's list. As always, we're doing this live. Uh, we, we don't know what each other's going to pick. Uh, the next movie will be off of Jake's list. I'm looking at it now. So far, from your list, I have picked Pirates of the Caribbean, Moneyball, The Conjuring. Last time it was Hacksaw Ridge. Mm-hmm. That was the last one. But Oh, Spider-Man 2. Yes. So, oh man, we've kind of, I feel like we've we've had a good range. Mm-hmm. The range on mine is not as vast as the range on yours. I will say that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I feel bad about how I treated Hacksaw Ridge. I don't feel bad, but I, I do. I, I don't regret it, but I do feel bad about it. So <laughs> I am. Don't feel bad. No, no, no. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to pick a movie that I know I like. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to talk through my bias, but. Um, I'm going to pick a movie that at one point was my favorite movie of all time. Oh, wow. Next movie we watch is going to be The Dark Knight. Nice. By Christopher nice. Nolan starring Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. Cool. Let's see. So off of your list, we've done Jojo Rabbit, Mad Max, Fury Road, mm-hmm. Toy Story, and The Assassination of Jesse James. And Moonrise Kingdom. Yep. So I, we just did one that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll do one that I haven't seen now, mm. and we'll go S- Stranger Than Fiction. This looks like a, a Will Ferrell movie. Okay, yeah. Okay, great. That's what we'll do. Yeah, this is um, this is a comedy, but it's a uh, it's like a it's like a more of a serious comedy. A dramedy, as a they dramedy. might say. Yeah, great. Cool. That's a great that's a great choice. All right, so next episode will be what I choose. I already forgot. Next episode will be Dark Knight. The next episode will be Stranger Than Fiction. See y'all later. See y'all.